Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Treeblosser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week, we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And today, Jonah, our special guest is Ms. Laurie Rich Esquire, I understand. That would be correct. Discussing current information about autism today. And welcome to Radio Rotary, Laurie. And let's get right to it. You're the director of Spectrum Services Foundation. I am. Go ahead. What what do we do? We're the fundraising (laughs) arm of Center for Spectrum Services, which is the largest day program in the Hudson Valley for children on the autism spectrum. Now, uh, perhaps we should uh, get a a basic definition out for our listeners first. Mm -hmm. What is autism? Autism is a set, that's why we call it a spectrum. It is a spectrum of atypical neurological disorders that children are born with. No one knows quite why yet. And they can range from tremendous impact on the child so that the child can't speak, can't look at you directly, has a number of atypical neurological symptoms all the way to the other end of the spectrum, which is Asperger's, what you would Mm -hmm. know as Asperger's, children Mm -hmm. who are extremely bright and can communicate just like you and I, but are challenged with a number of spectrum disorders that can get in their way of functioning fully in the community. And they are the people that you hear about most because they're the ones who can articulate what their lives are like. And there's everything in between. Everything in between. That's why it's called a spectrum. spectrum. Exactly. So are there, um, uh, it sounds like there has been more consciousness, I feel like there's been more consciousness, awareness, or ma- more availability of information. Is this autism in the broadest of sense? Is this just being diagnosed and reported and recognized more? Or are we talking about it more? It's being recognized more because it is an epidemic. Is that right? You would consider it an epidemic? The Centers for Disease Control considers it an epidemic globally, but in the United States it absolutely is. Just two and a half years ago when I joined Spectrum Services as the director of the foundation, Mm -hmm. the number was one in 100 children would be diagnosed with autism spectrum disorders and just this past year that number was upgraded to one in 88. When do you get diagnosed? Who does the diagnosis? Diagnosis occurs, it can occur also on a spectrum of time. Generally speaking the diagnosis for children under the age of five, three to five aren't diagnosed with autism, they are diagnosed with developmental delays that may be indicative of autism. Okay. And generally speaking, autism... So there are signals when they're younger. Very close Close. to birth now, in fact. Really? Is this something that the pediatricians help uh, facilitate? Yes, pediatricians help facilitate that. Usually, it's the parent who notices that their child just doesn't seem like other babies. Mm. Uh, there are a set of, of, sim- of symptoms or behaviors that might lead a parent to think that, gee, I ought to take my child to the, to the pediatrician because this just doesn't seem quite right. Uh, not responding, not focusing on a parent's face, mm-hmm. not developing speech at a normal time, 
developmental delays with uh, turning over, sitting up, all of those things can be flags, basically, be or, flags. or indicators that there might be a deeper a issue. Deeper but it could yes. be something other than autism as well. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, uh, recently there was a big controversy last year and the year before about uh, injections. Uh, oh, vaccines. Vaccines. Uh, the um, uh, preservatives used in vaccines. They, some people thought it... Uh, would lead to autism. Others thought that was an absolute joke. Where, where do you, Lori Rich, as director of the Spectrum Services Foundation, who daily deals with autistic children, where do you come down on that? What's the research uh, show you? The research, the research has been definitive now. It is not vaccines that cause autism in a child. What, and it's understandable why a parent would would think so. Right. Because so many of the vaccines are given at in close to birth and up through age two and three, which is when autism spectrum disorders tend to manifest. So let's just clarify, so think, these are yeah. vaccinations that are given to the child after a child is born as a, as a newborn and a baby, right. not to a, the mother during pregnancy. Right. Correct. Yeah, pertussis, okay. polio, the, all the vaccines that we've all had as kids. Right. And because th- it, there was a close timeline between the vaccines and the discovery of the autism. Many people thought it was the vaccines, but you're here to assure people that's not the case. So get your kids vaccinated, folks. Yes, because that was the reaction, is that people right. were pulling back from having the vaccines that have initially wiped out many of these childhood and life-threatening diseases. So I think that's the message that we're trying to send. That's that's correct. And I, and I have to say, just for the audience, I am not a clinical specialist. Right. I, am a, I am a development professional okay. who knows a lot about autism because those are the children that I raise money for. Mm-hmm. And our foundation lives in the school where all of this works. Well, that's a very good point they are listening audience you should contact and discuss it with your medical professional so what kind of services what kind of services laurie rich does the spectrum services foundation offer for children and and adults with autism we we had jesse saperstein on radio rotary and folks at home uh, it was a great interview go to radiorotary.org and type in jesse saperstein in our search engine uh he He, wrote a book about his uh, jesse is an amazing young man and he is one of the most articulate advocates and and proponents of integrating kids on the spectrum into society so that they can achieve their fullest potential. He, well, for our has, listening audience, yeah. too, to bring you back is that he uh, has written a book. I think he may have two out at this right. point, and it's about his life living with Asperger's as a, as a young yeah. man, a child growing up. He happens to be from my community, so uh, I've known his family, his parents, and right. and Jesse for quite a while, mm-hmm. and, and you're right, he is very accomplished, but that is a great a he's great become, resource, he's kind of a, a celebrity. Mentor. He's become a mentor and an example for other kids. I remember at the autism walk last year, he uh, he got up and said, "Hey, you know, look at me. I can make it. I'm I published. I'm working. You can make it." I'm a college graduate. Right, right, right. So, w- what do you do for uh, autistic well, children or adults at the Spectrum Services Foundation? Well, the foundation is the fundraising and mm-hmm. and and we are a separate 501c3 from Center for Spectrum Services. Right. What Center for Spectrum Services does is we have education programs in two schools, our main school, our main campus in Kingston, and one in Ellenville. We also do community-based services. So the Center for Spectrum Services offers evaluations for children under the age of of, uh, five to determine their developmental levels. We do early intervention work with toddlers and kids two to four. We do that in the home. We do that in public schools. 
and we have the Spectrum Services Clinic, which has comprehensive diagnostic evaluations to identify autism spectrum disorders in people of any age. I think the oldest person that we've diagnosed in that way was 66, and the youngest was really? nine months. Yes. Wow. And we also have a film called The Asperger's Difference that was created. It's a 30-minute documentary that features three young people who, with Asperger's talking about what their lives have been like, where they are now. Uh, two of them are now college graduates, and one of them works for a judge. On How the about coast. that? Yes. Oh, Excellent. Excellent. Here Excellent. comes Excellent. the judge. Well, you know, now would be a wonderful time to give us your contact information, Lori Rich, uh, for people who might be interested in learning more about autism and uh, people on the spectrum who may have children or grandchildren who might need your services. Um, you have a website? We do have a website. It is centerforspectrumservices.org. Okay. Spell spectrum. S-P-E-C-T-R-U-M. Okay. And a phone number? Phone number is 845-336-2616. And that's... And let's repeat that, that phone number? 845-336-2616. My extension is 153. Oh, great. And, and folks at home, get a pencil and paper, because we will repeat that in the second half of the show. Yeah, um, we just, sure We will. have about a minute before our break, uh, mm-hmm. Lori uh, Rich of the Spectrum Services Foundation, and just give us a real quick overview of your first day at work and, and how that affected you and, and made you decide to make this your life's work. Oh, my. It was. You know what it was? It was the bus line. The bus line... I was. I walked by. I had to park in the hinterlands because we have so many staff. And I walked by, and the first bus, actually, at the end of the line was the Beacon bus. And the next bus was the Coxsackie bus. And the next bus was the Pine Plains bus. And I was just overwhelmed by the huge geographic diversity and how far families will come to make sure that their children are So to be properly. clear, this is a Hudson Valley um, facility, and, how, and it, it's multi-county. Your this center year, is multi-county available? We have, over time, worked with 14 counties and 55 school districts in the Hudson Valley. My goodness, that's impressive. And we're going to find out more about uh, Spectrum Services and autism from our guest, Lori Rich. But first, let's remind our listeners, they're in tune with Radio Rotary, on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebois, and my co-host is Sarah O'Connell, our very special guest, Lori Rich, Director of Spectrum Services Foundation. And Sarah, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is brought to us by... Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of Congress Valley Cottage, Highland, Hyde Park, Kinderhook Tri-Village, Middletown, Millbrook, Nanuet, Newburgh, and New City. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. Not all superheroes wear capes. Most wear jeans or sweaters or suits, just like ordinary people, because that's what they are. They are the 1.2 million members of Rotary, Men and women whose superpowers are the capacity to care and the desire to make the world better. So the next time you need a superhero, don't look in the sky, look in the mirror. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary, humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. 
World Book Night is an annual international celebration of books held this year on April 23rd when 25,000 volunteers across America will give away half a million books within their communities to those who find it difficult to gain access to books. In the Hudson Valley, Rotarians from several clubs will distribute hundreds of books at various locations. World Book Night, April 23rd, will spread the love of reading person to person, demonstrating that books are fun and can be life-changing. World Book Night is brought to you by your local Rotary Clubs. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel. CPAPC is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell, and I am joined by my co-host, Jonah Trebowasser, and we welcome you back to this edition of Radio Rotary. And today we're talking to Lori Rich Esquire, who is the director of um, Spectrum Services Foundation, which is the fundraising or the development arm, the financial arm of Spectrum Services of the Hudson Valley. And we've been having, in the first portion of the program, a fascinating conversation about what is um, autism, basically. Right. Um, the uh, students that she serves and how large a geographic area um, that this organization reaches. And um, a little bit about her experiences as being the director and things that have touched her life. So welcome back again, Lori. It's great to be here. Thank and, you for, for having those- me. For those who may have joined us late in the the show, uh, just again, a very brief synopsis of what is autism. Autism is a set of or spectrum of neurological disorders that children may be born with that affect their ability to communicate and function as a neurotypical child would function starting from a very early age. And it's a spectrum because you go everywhere from the profoundly autistic who can't communicate to the Asperger syndrome, which is a mild form of autism where they not only can communicate, but do it with vigor. But they may have been referred to as people with no filters. I I have an uncle that that was diagnosed as, you know, in his 60s as having Asperger's. Mm -hmm. And my whole childhood, I remember growing up with him like, Uncle George, why do you say that? Why did you say that to your kids? Why do you, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant mm-hmm. man, um, and self-made millionaire and all that stuff, but socially, rough around the edges. Well, that is the hallmark. Kind of what it is. That's the hallmark yeah. of having Asperger's, is that these are people who were born, most of them are quite brilliant and extremely talented, particularly in science and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and the arts, but they do have... They are born without. There's like the, a disconnect it's, it's there. It's social skills. <laughs> yeah. It and it is. It's a neuro. It's a neuroatypical problem that they have that they have to actually learn, and that's part of what we do. In fact, as part of our clinical work, we have after-school social skills classes for any child mm-hmm. who 
who has Asperger's who needs help with learning the social Picking skills. Picking up the social signals yeah. of mm-hmm. how you interact appropriately with your human, your fellow man, so to speak. Right. Is, is it quote unquote curable or just that you, no. you give coping skills? Autism is, it's in your brain, you're wired differently, and so you have it your entire life. Many children, when, especially with early intervention, the earlier the child starts right. getting treatment, the more likely they are to have tremendous, um, tremendous improvement. Mm-hmm. And you can overcome many of the challenges of autism, but it's always there. It's mm. not like it It, do- just it doesn't go away. So there's no magic now, pill or operation. No, ma- no, there's nothing. Now, let's talk about what your function is within the world, the, within this world, because you're not a teacher. No. You're not a, a, a health care person, so to speak, but you really run with the foundation. Explain to us what the foundation's function is. The foundation has one function and one function only, which is to raise much-needed funds that fill the gaps that uh, in funding that come along with a private school, 501c3 nonprofit, that gets most of its money through the tuition that comes with each child from a public school district because we do not take private placements. We take no money from the families whose children come to us. They are referred to us from their school district if the school district feels it cannot provide them with the services that they need. And tell us again how many districts you serve throughout the Hudson Valley. Over time, it's been 55 school districts in 14 counties in the Hudson and Valley. And where, where are your facilities located physically? Physically, we have our main campus in Kingston and the smaller campus in Ellenville, which really serves the younger students in the southern and tier. And this is Ulster County now we're talking. And so what are the phone numbers and contact information? The, pho- the phone numbers, well, the, pho- the main phone number is at the Kingston School. It's... Anyone who wants information can call. They'll be directed to the proper person. And in Ellenville, the school number is 845-647-6464. So your website? The website is, you're challenging me here. (laughs) The website is centerforspectrumservices.org. And folks home, get that pencil and paper out because we'll repeat it once more before the end of the show. Miss Sarah. I have a quick question. Mm -hmm. The, The student body is referred to you only through the public school system? That's correct. That's, that's because there are no we, other agencies or say a pediatrician no, or because we do a not, psychologist. No, because we do not take students from families that just come to us and say, can you help, help my me. child? They get, everybody lives within uh-huh. a public school district. Those, those, that family gets referred back to the school district and there is a a long process. process. Must that be some, a lot of screening, a lot of um, analyses. Yes, there are, and that's not my. Loop. That is not my right. My forte, to to say right. the least. But, but what we I'm do, I'm just trying to yeah. understand the flow of it. The, so the students mm-hmm. come very specifically through the public school system through a process, mm-hmm. and then there there are the schools or there are two school facilities there, and then your foundation is what what helps raise the monies that 
um, the gap, like you you uh, called it, mm-hmm. from uh, the from the school district funds that that are well, provided with each child that are needed to complete the the education. That's that's basically correct. The school district gets money from the state and from the federal government that comes with the child at a rate that is set by the state. The state tui- the tuitions have been mm-hmm. frozen for schools like ours for the past 4 years mm-hmm. and will continue to be frozen. And of course the costs are not keep keep increasing so Spectrum Services Foundation works to raise that money. How many people do you have on staff at the foundation? We are a very small foundation. Lean and mean. Lean and mean. There are two of us. <laughs> and we have a very active board and many people who volunteer to help. And we're all looking forward to um, April has special significance oh, yeah. for let's, you. Let's talk about Laurie. Autism Awareness Month. You know, before we talk about some of the events you have coming, mm-hmm. let's uh, let's get people to understand where their money goes, that miracles do happen. Um Tell us about the little girl that you met two years ago who didn't speak, and then what happened. Oh, there. This is this is a, a a young girl who's one of our students, whom I met, who wasn't verbal at all, and now when I see her, and we're talking two years on now, when I see her, she says hello, she climbs into my lap, she gives me a big kiss, she says my name, and the first time it happened. After I finished right. talking to her, I went back to my office and cried because mm. this is a this yeah. is a girl who has not spoken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, folks at home, this you know, point. this is stuff we take advantage uh, to take for granted with our children and grandchildren, uh, parents of autistic children. This is uh, to them is a major major uh, improvement. It's a major miracle when this happens. It so that's is a why, miracle. Uh, there, we the do work that Lori Rich does uh, at the Spectrum Services Foundation and uh, the Center for Spectrum Services is so important. So Lori, tell us about uh, Autism Awareness Month in April and some of the events you have uh, planned. Well, uh, for people in the audience who do not know, April every year is Autism Awareness Month. It's an international celebration of the work that we do and the very special, beautiful children and adults who have this one of these sets of disorders. The first, I'll actually start with the one that's most remote, and this is the entire Hudson Valley comes together. All of the groups that deal work with autism and all of the providers who provide services into the autism community go to the Autism Walk this year. It's on April 28th. It's always a Sunday, and it's always at the Dutchess County Fairgrounds. Anyone can come. And, Joan, I believe you've attended that every in the past. Every year, every year. Yeah. And if any of our listeners want to uh, come up and say hello to me, I'll be way in the back. The old geezer <laughs> with the gray hair sort of shuffling along. And come I'll be over. walking with him. <laughs> <laughs> come on over and say hello. Um, it's a wonderful morning, uh-huh. and you walk for autism, and it brings everybody out. And what other uh, events do you have? We have one scheduled. coming up. That is a Zumbathon. It's called Zumba for Autism. It's Saturday, April 20th at 9.30 till noon. It's going to be on the Kingston side. Mac Fitness. Uh, we owe them a great debt. And where are they located? They are lo- This particular facility is on 9W, right across the street from... Is that in Kingston? Prestige Toyota in Kingston. Okay, in Kingston. Anyone can come from anywhere. It's $20 ahead of, buy a ticket at $20 ahead of time, $25 at the door. So you have the walk, you have Zumba, and what else do you have? Are those all your events for the spring? Those are. I just don't want to miss anything. Those are are the ones that we are specifically working on right now. But there are, if anyone wants to go, 
go to our, go to the go website. website. Give us the website one more time, Lori Rich. It is Center for Spectrum Services.org. Lori Rich, thank you for everything you do for uh, children with autism, and thank you for joining us on Radio Rotary. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. And Sarah, who do we have to thank for bringing us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of New Windsor, Cornwall, North Rockland, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Red Hook, Rhinebeck Southern, Ulster, and Wallkill East. For Sarah O'Connell, my co-host, for our producer, Betty Renner, for our engineer du jour, Bruce Owens, this is Jonah Trebois. So thanking you for tuning in and be sure to join us again next week at this same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget, go to RadioRotary.org.